This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's Maryland big man Julian Reese. The junior out of Baltimore, Maryland last night, 18 points, eight rebounds. Uh, he only went two of seven from the free throw line. Got to work on that. This guy is going to be a ball player. You said there already talks of him possibly being a lottery pick? Yeah. I mean, there were talks of uh, like his body type and depending on what you can build off of it. Um, you know, you look at uh, how much better he's going to get this year. There's a lot of things that... There's a lot of reasons to like Julian. Um, 6'9", 230. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, you know, depending on how his season goes this year, that could fluctuate to see where he gets drafted. He could help improve that draft stock. They also could drop if things don't go his way. But from everything I've read, and maybe you know a little bit better than I do, Rob, like he seems like a guy that's going to put in the work. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. I know his mama. He's putting in the work. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely putting in the but work. I, I just wonder what they're going to ask him to do. Because remember with Sticks, when he was at Maryland, they wanted him to start shooting more threes and get stretched out. Um, is that something that the NBA is going to want him to start doing? Is, you know, obviously getting – get it. he's big enough. He's got a big body. He's Can a little he different than Sticks because yeah, what you just said, he's got a big body. He can play a hybrid, a little bit more of a hybrid. Um, uh, he's big enough to, to – to, to bang inside from the outside, you know what I mean. He may not, he may not post up and and have back to the basket moves, but he's a guy that can start on the outside to get to the inside and finish stronger. I think than Sticks can. Yeah, I, I can see. I mean, look more physical. Like I, I don't want to. I hate labeling guys finesse and physical because there are some guys that actually do a really good job of having both. Right, knowing when it's time to be physical, knowing when it's time to make that move. Um, but yeah, like he's he's the centerpiece for this team and everything that you should be focusing in on this year with Jameer Young. Although I think Sticks is a phenomenal basketball player. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not comparing the two saying who's better. I'm comparing the different skill well, sets. Different players. Yes, the different skill sets. Uh Maryland last night. Were, did anything impress you you guys last night by Maryland? Anything? Defense. That's that's the only thing I can really sit here and tell you. I need to see more games from them. I need to learn more about these players and seeing how they mesh together. Uh, I do think they have the right coach. Like I, I don't care what anybody says. I, I, I love Kevin. I think he's done a Willard, yeah. I think he's done a phenomenal job here, and I'm excited to see what it looks like when he starts to bring in his own yeah, players. He's done a great job in a short time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you to hold the number 53 points, but what I would love to know, and and I would love to be able to talk to a Maryland coach and ask him that, and they gave up 19 points in the first half. They gave up almost twice that in the second half at 34. Mm-hmm. Were you working on something? Did you go deeper on your bench? What happened to give up? Turning the ball over. Yeah. What happened to give up so many more points in the second half? Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. And it, one thing I don't like is it seemed like it's a a perennial topic with the, with them is the turnovers, and I just don't quite understand why that's such a uh, 
a recurring problem. Yeah, you know, look, uh, as as it starts to stack up and early, like we, we talk about getting into conference play is really where you start to learn a little bit more about your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have some tougher games in the beginning of the year, but there's a lot of cupcakes for most teams. You'll have those early tournaments that you play in. Um, but for the most part, like you're learn, like Coach Willard's going to be learning about this team as it goes on and then figuring out, okay, when do I start shortening up the bench? When do I know my players, they have their role set? And are in and, and the collegiate atmosphere, more so than like, the NBA, mm-hmm. you usually see somebody that kind of surprises you and may take minutes away from somebody else. It, it, like it can happen at the NBA. Don't get me wrong, but you kind of know what your starting lineup's going to be and your rotation and everything going in. You know, it's funny you bring that up because last night the Terps had ten players playing double digit minutes, and uh, Coach Willard talked about his bench management after the game. <clears throat> And maybe that's the answer, Ed, for scoring thirty four, giving up thirty four points in the second half. Could be bench management, yeah. Because that's just, that's just against an opponent like that, Jeremy. That's an unusual number from nineteen to thirty four, fifteen point dip, uh, differential in the second half. That's a weird number for an inferior opponent. Yeah, and and I'd say this too that uh, you know, looking at the Terps, you can understand early in the year why you can get. You're looking at your bench. You're trying to. You know, get guys in the games. This is the time where guys are going to play a little bit more. I don't. Again, when we talked about this game, it was never in doubt, really. Um, so yeah, you can make those moves and kind of look at it and get cute. I know I've done it as a coach, trying to get kids in the game and just make sure that guys are getting minutes. That you can get a little too cute at times uh, doing that, but figuring out moving forward is going to be imperative for coach to kind of see who are his guys. Are you going eight deep, nine deep? Is this a team? Yeah. Like, are we going to look like Florida State year after year going twelve deep? I mean, can you do that? Um, is something to consider. Yeah, uh, I'll just, let me let me back up. I said from thirty four, from fifteen, 30, uh, nineteen to thirty four is the only time I see that happen is if you're beating the opponent by thirty to forty points. Then you give up because you really go deep in your bench mm-hmm. and your starters don't play at all. But I, what I get from gathering from Kevin Willard is he's saying that maybe I played these guys a little bit too much in the second half. I haven't had eleven be able to play that long, and if that's the case, then that explains a lot. If that's what he's doing, Jeremy, you know, if, if he's saying basically, look, we're not ranked in the top 25. I don't have to secure anything. I want more to see who I can trust, and I'll use Mount St. Mary's. And this is no disrespect to Mount St. Mary's. It's a good basketball program. But it's a Big Ten program. And I'll use Mount St. Mary's as that game yeah. to figure that out than to go into conference play not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know what they were working on, what they were doing, but I expected a bigger win last night. Yeah. But again, I'm not – I'm not surprised because at the beginning of the season, you know, probably still feeling them, you know, feeling themselves out as to who they are. No doubt. Uh, Max Loeb from uh, Dog Check on Believe Network joins us at 930 to talk about those Cleveland Browns. But on the other side, Jeremy Kahn at the Daily Line. Yeah, we'll get into tonight. Uh, no NHL for me tonight, but uh, we'll talk about it. College basketball, college football, full slate of NBA. A lot of really cool NBA games and some things I want you to look out for. Some great matchups. Something to keep your eye on with the Grizzlies, too, is they only have six active players right now. It's really weird for an NBA team, but we'll talk about it and tell you how it went last night. You think that'll change before tonight? Uh, I mean, they might have to call up some guys from the G League and okay. throw some bodies there because I think you have to have at least eight active players uh, to start the game. But uh, we shall find out. That being said, I'll give you the plays for tonight. That's coming up next right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so if you guys... You know, basically tried to hit the Powerball by betting on me to win People's Sexiest Man Alive for 2023. No one did that. No one did. I didn't win this year. Patrick Dempsey won. No, no one bet on you. Well, the odds were. May the odds ever be in your your favor. favor. (laughs) (laughs) Dial it back to. Oh God, terrible movie. All right, so let's do this. Let's talk about last night. Um, I split. I went three and three. So nothing really to write home about. Uh, Hit went two and zero in college. Got the collar in college football. Got the collar in college basketball. Had Auburn minus one and a half as one of my top plays to go along with Western Michigan in college football. Western Michigan hit. Auburn played great in the first half. Somebody explained to me because Daddy had dozed off in the second half what happened when I woke up to a losing bet. So I was pretty upset over that. But uh, Auburn played terrible in the second half. Hats off to Baylor for how they played. I like the over in Maryland, Mount St. Mary's. We've been talking about that so you guys can see how that went. Had the Penguins in hockey and... I don't give out usually large favorites in hockey. They were minus 160, which is kind of on the high end for me. Um, but the Penguins went in and did what they were supposed to do against an inferior opponent. And I had the under in the Colorado game, which being blind in the morning is no fun because I thought it was 3 to nothing and it was 6-3. to three. That was a 6, you idiot, not a 0. You find out things later where it's like, I was sure that's what it was, but no. It's not 6-3. Anyway. So, yeah, I split yesterday, but we're, we're back today with college football, college basketball, and a whole slate of NBA games, and, and I want to talk quite a bit about the NBA. So let me talk about the other stuff real quick, and we'll focus on hoops. Um, I'll start with college football. Two leans for me in college. I do like the under in the Toledo game and the under in the Miami-Ohio game. Mm-hmm. Okay, So Eastern Michigan-Toledo is going to be 46-and-a-half. Akron and Miami of Ohio is going to be under 41. For me, uh, they're, they're leans for me, not – major plays or anything like that as i look at tonight's slate uh you could check the weather too we've had some colder temperatures in colorado some slower moving games colorado in um uh in ohio uh as we look at some of these games and where they're going to be played in toledo and of course miami of ohio uh as we've had a ton of action throughout the week but i like both these games to go under there are two college hoops games that stood out to me one of which was ohio minus eight and a half against troy i'll be on ohio today and I like Mississippi State to knock off Arizona State, minus three and a half. Lots of money coming in on Arizona State. I'm going to take Mississippi State minus the three and a half there. Mm. So I like two favorites in college hoops. Now, I want to spend the majority here on the NBA because 
interesting matchups tonight, and maybe it's something you guys will want to get into and check out. Uh, we do have <clears throat> Warriors and Nuggets tonight. And one of the things I'll tell you is everybody's going to bet the over, and I think it's the wrong play. Um, you know, with Jamal Murray being hurt, you're going to see this Nuggets offense. And it's still, it, it always ran through Jokic, but it's going to run through Jokic even more. And Jokic usually does a number on this Warriors team. He's always had good numbers against them. And um, I, I fully expect them to try to go through Jokic, but because they'll they'll be going through him more, I expect the game to be slower moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not he's not the type of guy that's gonna take a guy off the dribble and go to the basket, create kick. You know, he's gonna take his time, he's working the ball around, he'll back a guy down, cre- get the double team, kick the ball out. Um I expect Jokic to have an amazing game tonight. You might want to look at his points, rebounds, and assists, the total numbers there. Uh, it's a three and a half point spread. I'm not touching that. But I do like the under at two twenty seven and a half because I just feel like it's gonna be slower moving than mm-hmm. what people expect. And playing in Denver. It's the greatest home court advantage in the NBA because of the altitude. So, um, yeah, if you're not accustomed to playing there, if you haven't played Denver, they don't pump an extra oxygen there. Or something? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> uh, but I did want to point that out. There are two totals tonight that are absolutely ridiculous. Now, if you guys watched over the weekend, the Pacers scored 150 points in a game, right? Or yeah. was that uh, Monday? It wasn't even mm-hmm. over the weekend. It was Monday night. Mm-hmm. So we have a situation here where the Wizards. These two totals are just ridiculous. The Wizards are playing the Hornets, and the Pacers are playing the Jazz. Pacers, Jazz, 244.5, and it's going up. Washington, Charlotte. battle. Yeah, right. (laughs) These teams play at the highest pace in the league. Uh, These four teams, Washington, Charlotte, Utah, Indiana, they're, they're all in the top 10 in pace. And obviously, you can look at the scores and see it. They're all terrible defensively, too. Just horrendous defensively. Mm. So what does that mean? As long as you guys could knock down open shots, the pace will be there. We are going to have high-scoring games. You hope you don't get a blowout. I mean, you could get lucky and get a blowout like Indiana had against the Spurs. And when they blew them out, they dropped 150. But a lot of times when we get the blowouts, the backups come in, they get all the run, and the whole pace of the game and the you know everything that's going on changes. Uh, with Utah and Indiana, like I'm going to be on the over at 244 and a half. I'm sorry, with Washington and Charlotte, I'm going to be on the over at 240 and a half. I, they're extremely high totals, but these games will have the fastest pace, and I think the edge is betting on the over with these really big numbers. And there will be times that you don't want to do it, but just throwing that out there. I like the Bulls to knock off the Suns in a great spot tonight. Just be careful. Wait on it. We don't. We never know what the Suns right now. They they've become the new team we have to watch because of Booker's toe injury mm-hmm. and Bradley Beal's back injury. That Kevin Durant's gonna <laughs> have to just keep carrying this team to a couple of victories until those guys are ready to go. But I do like the Suns tonight. I like the Knicks. They're playing the Spurs. You get Weminyama in um wow in Madison Square Garden. But uh, with this spot, the Knicks are favored by nine and a half. Feels like another blowout to me. Wow. Um, so I'll be all over the Knicks tonight. And on top of that, a couple other games that I like, just to point out, I do like the Heat and the Grizzly to go over 218 and a half. We're going to have to wait and see what's going on with the Grizzly. Let me go to – I tell people this on my podcast, and I, I tweet that out, guys, at Jaycon Sports if you want to check out the podcast. But the, um, the, the point with the Grizzlies and what they have here, one of the places I go to for all my MB, NBA information is Fantasy Labs NBA on Twitter. They release every player that gets scratched because of injury. You get the starting lineups, all those things. 
Um, so, for example, the last, like, Jackson, Caldwell, Pope, Porter Jr., Gordon, Jokic started on Monday. I would expect that same starting lineup tonight against the Warriors, just to kind of give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, the, I, I don't see anything anybody listed out for tonight, so we'll just have to wait and see who's not playing once that time comes. But that's always why I say you wait, wait, wait on the NBA if you're going to bet it. Um, one last thing that stands out to me is the New Orleans Pelicans and the Minnesota Timberwolves under the 218 and a half there. I think it's a great underplay. Minnesota has the number one defense in the league. Rudy Gobert is grading out as the number one defensive player. Although, who was it? Jalen Brown yoked on him the other day, just right on his neck. Said, excuse me, Rudy, I'd like you to sit down over here. It's a nasty-ass dunk. Had to be with his right hand. Um, that being said, I do think this game goes under the total, and it's a good play. My favorite plays tonight would be that Utah Pacers over of 244. Um, it's a great game stack if you're going to do that for daily fantasy. So is the uh, the Hornets and the Wiz. Um, I do like the Bulls quite a bit. And I also uh, really like that Mississippi State play in college hoop. So there you go. There you go. You hear me? 410-583-1057. That's the number. Joe LaCroix is on court 945, but on the other side, Max Loeb, host of Dog Check. The Cleveland Browns on Believe Network. We talk some Browns up next. See what the Browns are going, what direction now that they've got their quarterback back right here on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. Joining us right now. From the uh, dog check on the Believe Network, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, he is Max Loeb. Good morning to you, Max. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for your time. Now, the Cleveland Browns have won three out of the last four games, including a win over the San Francisco 49ers, and they did lose on the road uh, to the Seattle Seahawks. And some of these wins have happened without your franchise quarterback, Sean Watson. What's the difference in this Brown team the last four games uh, winning three out of four than it was the first four games when they went 500? I think the big difference outside of Deshaun Watson is just the overall production of the offense. So the last four games, they've really opened things up with the running game, Kareem Hunt, Jerome Ford. They've each had a fair share in the run game. You have a third guy in Pierre Strong now where you throw a lot of different looks at them uh, in terms of who's in the backfield. Um, but to be honest with you, it's just overall the team and the offense specifically just continues to find ways to make plays. Like even that loss uh, against Seattle, the Browns pretty much did everything they could 
to win that game, and it came down to a deflected pass on a third down that set Seattle up at midfield to go score a game-winning touchdown. They they really could have only two losses right now, and they, they're playing really good football on the offensive side of the ball, and obviously their defense has been good all year, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be probably the toughest test of the year this weekend against the Ravens for sure. I was going to say kind of that because it's it's not just who has more talent in football. It's, it's a lot about it's all about matchups very often. And these are the it depends on which way you want to judge it. The Browns have given up the fewest yards per game and the Ravens fewest points per game. They're almost identical in their rushing and passing yards allowed. Um very closely matched. What do you think makes the the difference in this game? The red zone, for sure. Uh, looking at Baltimore's offense, I mean, they're sixth in the NFL overall in terms of scoring touchdowns in the red zone. And when they played the Browns a month ago, they scored every single time they were in the red zone, too. In the last three games, they've scored three out of every four tries. That's going to be huge. And when you look at red zone defense statistics, obviously the Ravens' red zone defense is good. And you look at this Browns defense and you think it's an unbelievably elite unit, like possibly the best in the NFL, they're towards the bottom of the pack in red zone defense. They struggle preventing touchdowns in the red zone, which is fascinating. You wouldn't expect that from a defense like that. So I think obviously when the Browns have the ball and they get in the red zone, scoring is going to be imperative for them. But I think the difference in this game will be when Baltimore gets in the red zone, because I think they will. I think both teams will. Um, Can the Browns hold them to three? And for the Ravens, can they make sure they turn those threes into sevens? Because like you said, defensively, extremely even matchup. I think the Ravens' offense is probably better than the Browns, but the Browns' offense has looked really good with Deshaun Watson, especially this past week. I know it was the Cardinals, but it's going to come down to those defenses in the red zone specifically for sure. How's the Browns' offense going to look with the offensive line needing some jostling this week? Uh, Give me uh, an update and what you think the offensive line will look like on Sunday. Yeah, so Jedrick Wills, uh, he went on IR with, I believe it was an MCL. Um, What's good is it doesn't sound like – it's going to be season-ending, and that's huge for the Browns. Um, obviously, on one side, you'll have DeWan Jones. He's been probably the, the best tackle they've had all year. And left tackle, it's probably going to be James Hudson. Um, struggled a little bit this year. It's going to be interesting to see. It's a tough, tough matchup for James Hudson. But, you know, the Browns have had a, a makeshift offensive line beginning of the year with Jones after Jack Conklin went down. Uh, they got a young center, and obviously they have those two guards that anchor the, the middle. Um but it's going to be tough. I think the Ravens game plan wise, are going to try to pick on James Hudson, assuming that's who's out there playing tackle. It's going to be interesting to see, but there again, there have been games where Jedrick Wills, even a tackle has been outmatched by guys like Nick Bosa or Trey Hendrickson. And, and the Browns have still done a, a good enough job to keep Deshaun Watson upright. And they have done a really good job here with Max Loeb, host of the dog check on the believe network. Max, this AFC North, uh, I think maybe four games through, uh, I looked at this division and I thought, man, maybe it's not the best division in football anymore. Now here we are halfway through the season. Uh, I looked at the quarter through, halfway through the season now. Every team in this division is over 500. And with the Cincinnati Bengals, technically the last place team, playing probably along Baltimore Ravens, the best football in the division right now. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I watched the game from the Bengals last week against the Niners. And you could just tell, obviously the team looks different, and Lou Anarumo has this defense playing really well. But Joe Burrow just looks healthy. Like, it was the bye week. It was time time off resting, too. But um, he looks healthy, and this Bengals team, like you said, is playing as good a football as 
the Ravens. And then when you look at the division holistically, like you have those two teams playing really, really good football right now. The Browns are playing pretty good football right now too, not to the standard that the Ravens and probably not the Bengals have been playing the past couple of weeks, but at their best, they can totally be there. And then you have Pittsburgh again. It's, it's very, very fascinating. I'm a huge Deontay Johnson believer. I think that the Steelers offense is significantly better with Johnson out there. Um, and, you know, their, their wins haven't been extremely impressive this year, but they have a good enough defense to keep them in games, and they keep finding ways to put numbers in the win column. So you can never really count them out. I do think this is the best division in the NFL. I mean, I think if maybe if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, you could argue for the AFC East, but I, I, I do think this is the best in the league, kind of undeniably right now. I think so for sure. What do you think about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs this year? I know they're still, you know, Leading the division, the record's good, but it's something missing when I watch him. Unless maybe it's just my bias or my hope that they're taking a step back. Yeah. Well, it, offensively, I think they have a little bit. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. Um, they they definitely have taken a step back. I think their lack of commitment to the receiver room is not coming back to bite them, but it's more noticeable this year, especially when you had Kadarius Tony coming in as as their guy, and you think he'd be the number one, or really the number two, but the number one receiver outside of Travis Kelsey. And he, he hasn't played up to the standard. Sky Moore, he's been okay. Their best receiver has been rookie Rasheed Rice. Um, so I think there is a little bit that's left to be desired on the offensive side of the ball. But I said this week three, this is the best Chiefs defense we've seen in probably 10 years. Yeah. Like this defense is making up for anything they're leaving on the table offensively. And I think, you know, naturally, especially with the Chiefs, you lose a bad game to the Broncos, you want to overreact. But every team has a bad loss here and there. Sometimes it wakes you up and makes you play better, and that's usually what happens with the good teams like the Chiefs. So I'm not I'm not super worried. I do think the Ravens are playing better football than the Chiefs are right now, but the Chiefs are, are very much still a team a team to be reckoned with. Talk to me about Deshaun Watson and not, not just his play, but how, how do the fans feel about him? Um, because like uh, I, I thought for sure that he would – you know, at least get some of it back and start to look like his old self. He doesn't look comfortable in the pocket to me at times. Um, what are your thoughts when you see him, and how do the fans feel about him? Yeah, I think from a pure play standpoint, like a physical watching him play in the film, it's getting better. I think the two healthy games he's played this year, or the, the two last healthy games he played this year, excuse me, not two healthy games, against Tennessee and Arizona, inferior opponents for sure, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But he, he took care of business and only one game this year where he started and finished that he had less than 200, yard pa- 200 yards passing. And in that game, he had his season high in rushing yards. So, like, he's the production is still there. I think it's hard to believe you're ever going to get to Deshaun Watson that was back in Houston. Um, but watching him play, it is a little bit different. You're right. He looks a little more uncomfortable. He's starting to settle down a little bit, but – he still got still got the happy feet in the pocket. He he still occasionally airmails a throw or leaves one short or you know gets out of the pocket too early. But I mean he is far and away the best guy the Browns have. And I'll transition to talking about the fans too. Like a lot of fans were clamoring for Dorian Thompson Robinson or PJ Walker or somebody <laughs> to 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 start over Deshaun Watson because they're frustrated. And like, anytime you pay somebody that amount of money, like it's so normal to be frustrated, especially with a situation like the Browns where you have a Super Bowl caliber defense and you have this elite or supposedly elite quarterback. You should be winning a lot of games. And the Steelers loss was obviously super frustrating, but 
the uh, the Seahawks loss, I think you kind of realize the shortcomings of guys like P.J. Walker, right? You, you can't make every throw in the book. That's the reality. He can't make every throw in the book. Sometimes you need a guy like Deshaun Watson to step in and, and make those throws. And when you talk about the shoulder injury, it is actually very interesting. Yesterday on the Dog Check podcast, um, we had Bernie Kosar on. He played for the Browns for a while. Uh, he was quarterback. And he talked to us about what an injury like that would entail. And, like, obviously – it's it's physically painful to throw the football with an injury like that, but your shoulder can spasm, can move in different ways that you physically can't control. Like it's not like a I can throw this twenty yard uh, this twenty yard post, but it's gonna hurt. Like sometimes your shoulder will twitch and it'll move your arm in a different direction where you physically can't deliver the ball where you need to. Hearing that was fascinating and i hope the the browns fans who are listening go listen to that podcast too because i think it'll open some some people's eyes up it's not like deshaun watson didn't want to play that was that was one of the most absurd things i've heard that deshaun watson didn't want to go play because he got his money i that was insane like i think this this situation and deshaun watson the nature of the signing and the trade and everything any negative thing that happens to him is kind of blown out of proportion and this is the perfect example there he is Max Loeb, uh, Dog Check, Believe Network. Max, is the Browns fans in Baltimore. How can they follow you on social media? Uh, we got a Twitter. It's at uh, Dog Check Pod. And we got an Instagram as well. I believe it's The Dog Check. There you go. Hey, thanks a lot, Max. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, guys. Right, thanks, man. 410 583 is the number. Let's go to Rosedale and get Antonio. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Right. Doing well. I saw Mike Preston the other day in my store. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Dis- does- dis- disappointed, weren't you? Hey, Antonio, he's looking good. He's looking good. Yep. <laughs> does the Seahawks game show the Ravens need to commit to the run and stick with it to be successful? Have a wonderful day, guys. Hey, you too, man. See ya. Uh, I think it's these. I think it game by game, Jeremy. You got a team that is stopping the run. Got to be able to throw the ball. It's a week to week league. Yeah, it really know. is. I, I think day to day world. Yeah, it's an, a minute to minute hour, by, yeah. second by second. <laughs> 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 it's gonna tell you guys. You know, it's just it's something too where you look at it. And it does. It's about it's about matchups. And you know, I know I say this all the time. Styles make fights. It's the same thing you get in the postseason. It's sometimes about who you get matched up with, and does the weather uh, is the weather going to help you? Is it going to hurt you? You know all these different things that go on. So I think getting in is the key, and then seeing what happens after that. But this is a team that should have hopes of hosting some home playoff games, uh, and hopefully uh, the road to the AFC, a road through the AFC, goes through Baltimore. Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. Find out what we learned today. It's all on the fan. You know how when you're, when you're coaching and, and you you get on, you start demonstrating, you, you take your watch off, you take your glasses off, you wear them, and you know what I mean? Because you don't want to even hit anybody or you want things moving around in your pocket. I think I left my glasses. <laughs> I think I took my glasses off and didn't bring them back because I can't find them. And I'm thinking to myself, it must have been in the gym. Mm. And people were there after me. You forgot something? I never, I never forget my glasses. Huh. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I, think I, I think I left my glasses there somewhere. Were you going to have a fight? No, 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 no. You, you're demonstrating. You, you, got it. Yeah. You, you know, you get down, 
It's not like in football because they got pads Especially they're not on. doing what you want them to do. Exactly. Like, come on, guys. You're going to make my old ass get out and show you guys how to do this. Oh, yeah. I told you, my 52-year-old legs can get across court on a skip pass that your 15-year-old legs shouldn't. It's a skip pass. Get there. So I think it was one of those drills. And and I put them down. Because on top of that, you don't want to hit anybody. You know, you mm-hmm. move it around. You scratch somebody with your glasses. You know, so I just took them off. And I didn't put them back on. Rob got in the post said, you ladies hungry? Eat these elbows. Wah! Wah! Lay it up. Lucky I'm not playing. Oh, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I got this 6'3 kid named, uh, uh, her last name is Harvey, London Harvey. She's a load, man. Yeah. She's not she, She's not a big girl. She's just strong. strong. Yeah. Mm. She set a screen on me last night in the demonstration. And, you know, I just, when I was done, I just used my hands Mm-hmm. Wave them on, cause mm-hmm. she knocked the wind out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't, you can't let anybody like, know that. Go, go, go! <laughs> you got to do like Danny Aiello in, in Harlem Nights. You got to take small breaths. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Joe, remember what was that? Six fifth, six ten. This is the opening segment. Yeah, it was the opening. Se- is that how I sound on the opening segment? Yeah, it's awful. We don't like listening to it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I'm not even awake <laughs> you should see you before that segment how do you see me before that segment you walk in right at the beginning of it yeah I get to see, see you no, no, no. starting you don't, you don't see me before the segment you don't know Rob <laughs> Ed, I mean Ed or Joe might see me before the segment but you're walking in you're sitting down as I say 602 no that's not true that's not true. After I say six oh two. No, that's not true either. <laughs> I've got it down pat. So I, I'm I'm a little upset when people aren't driving the way they should be driving. So what do you do? What do you do? I looked at my class. I the one day I left my house so late I said, I might as well just call out. <laughs> Why the hell am I I got here on time though. <laughs> I may as well just call out. I ain't coming. It's all over. Uh, what you got going today, Ed? Uh, nothing. Just TV. TV in the gym. That's about it. I'm going to a concert tonight. What concert? 1975. Who? 1975. Seen the 1975. Was that a? Sh- it's a band. It's I don't a know. band Joe, called. Do you have any of? Would you have any of them ready? Like chocolate? Do I know anything they made? Uh, probably, but probably not. Eh, I don't know. I mean, it's a good band. Oh, is it? Well, the lead singer used to date Taylor Swift before Travis Kelsey. That's not answering my question. Not that. Oh, here's yeah. He's got chocolate. You want to hear chocolate? You know this. Bam, 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 bam. By the way, chocolate is weed that he's singing about. You knew that, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 Why does he call it chocolate? I think it's just like hiding it. It smells like chocolate. It doesn't smell like chocolate. Some of it does. I know the idiot drug dealers are trying to confuse us on wiretaps. Yeah, I got like uh, 10 green shirts coming in and five white shirts. You want them? <laughs> Ooh, let me figure that out. <laughs> I kid you not. 10 green shirts and five white. Swear to God. Uh, now yeah. it's time for you to find out what we learned today. And I learned I ain't going to see 1975. What you I learned today? <laughs> I learned the Mets may have been a dumpster fire this year, but boy, I like their owner. I don't know if you saw this. He unveiled a plan for an $8 billion park. 
surrounding City Field. Eight billion dollars, fifty acres. It's unbelievable. I mean, they're going to have like every you can imagine. 20 acres of park space, five acres of community athletic fields and playgrounds, an entertainment complex with a hard rock hotel, live music venue, gambling, um, of course, you know, yes. food hall. Unbelievable. And a new modernized road network and a mass transit station. The, the sad part is they didn't put anywhere to put up the, the World field. Series trophies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they more recently than the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about there. <laughs> 86, 83. What came last? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 A <laughs> uh, couple, couple of national days today. Today is National Parent as Teacher's Day. Parent. Parents as Teacher's Day. Also, you like cappuccino, either one of you guys? You like yeah, cappuccino? Okay. I drink espresso like, more often. But you I like cappuccino, cappuccino there, Joe? I don't know, me either. I like coffee-flavored coffee. That's what I like. Today is National Cappuccino Day. Couple of sports birthdays. Former college basketball legend, coaching legend, Frank McGuire, celebrating the birthday today. Former Cy Young Award winner uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies, John Denny, celebrating the birthday today. Former baseball player, Jose Offerman. Uh, former basketball player, Brevin Knight, celebrating the birthday today. Former baseball player, Nick Puto. I used to like his name, Puto. Former overpaid quarterback, uh, Sam Bradford. <laughs> celebrating oh, the birthday wow. today. Uh, current baseball player, current Yankee, Giancarlo Stanton, celebrating the birthday today. Giancarlo Stanton. That's right. And show some respect. One of my favorite coaches of all time, favorite college football coaches of all time, birthday today. Bobby Bowden. My guy. Birthday today. What you got going on over there? What da- do, dad joke, man. What do dentists call x-rays? Toothpicks. Why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. To cover their butt quack. Wow. Oh my god. Oh I, I should have told you guys. We did you did we tell you we adopted a duck? No. We no. have a we have a pet duck at the house. No, Katie wanted to get more animals. We had to put it in rehab. Got addicted to quack. <laughs> According to a recent survey. Oh boy. Men say the first thing they notice about a woman is her eyes. Women say the first thing they notice about men is that they're a bunch of liars. <laughs> True. And lat. Well, oh, this is my favorite one. What do a small pair of underpants and a small dance floor have in common? No ballroom. <laughs> okay. When did what part of the human body grows to ten times its size when stimulated? What? Take a guess. When stimulated, ten times its size. Yeah. The pupil. The iris. Yes. Oh, the iris. Very Very good. good. Thank you. I was waiting for you to say something else. You thought I was going to be filthy, didn't you? I did. He had to think of his own and realize that doesn't happen. (laughs) Well, I said you're going to be sadly disappointed. Ten times that size. (laughs) Stimulated, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) Vinny Haney up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.